Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. Uh, I was told that I am nosy and controlling. At least that's what my kids wrote in their journals. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to The Village Idiom. We are a podcast. Every week we take a popular saying, take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, if we're really lucky, educational, dive into its usage into its meaning to its origins but mostly we're going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on my name is jurassic mark and i am skinny it's all good is it still too late to say happy new year no, i don't think so can you say it all the way how, how deep into january can you say it before it's like yeah that's over as long as you're still putting on stretchy pants it's the new year <laughs> uh, yes yeah, the, right the butter tarts did get to me i i think i've told this story before but uh, a few years ago, I, st- I discovered this brand of belt hmm. called, uh, what was that sound? We are, we are having renovations in the studio. <laughs> Maybe they're doing them actively as well. Um, uh, I, I found this brand of belt. I think it's called Anchor. Anyway, they're elastic belts. <laughs> so you adjust it once, and then you, you don't have to like put a new hole in your belt when you lose some weight or gain weight or whatever. It's just, it's elastic. So I was telling somebody about this. I'm like, I got th- this belt. Like I got three of them now. They're great. They're elastic. And the person I was telling, she's like, Oh, that's like my three year old's pants. I'm like, Were you sad? Yeah. I was like, I thought I found this great belt. And I'm like, yeah, it's With your like all shoes? toddler sh- clothes. Exactly. Velcro shoes, stretchy pads. So <laughs> Do you have to like? Uh, do you remember like when the kids are little, having to like they're they're in those uh, uh, like painter pant? That's hilarious. Is that a is woodpecker? it above us? Is, is it a woodpecker? <laughs> I don't know. We do sometimes have woodpeckers. <laughs> Maybe it is. Anyways, where they have those like painter pants, those little like cover overall things. Yeah, and you have to like basically peel the kid right down to change their diaper. Well, unless they have the snaps from ankle to crotch oh. to ankle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's the another amazing opposite of bas- that's the opposite of basketball tearaway pants it is tearaway but they don't go back together yeah. just like a Tear- big tent basketball pants they tear away on the sides these ones tear away in the crotch from the crotch to the ankle but you still got to pull them down it'd just be amazing if there was like a hook on your wall or something where you just like hooked your belt or something into and you could pull all your clothes you off just side. walk away yeah <laughs> take off all your clothes with tearaway yeah that'd be great just at the end Time of the day for <laughs> That's like, I mean, this is a terrible, terrible comparison, but you heard about that airplane door that came off on Alaska Airlines? <laughs> yeah, that's not That good. one guy had his shirt sucked right off of him? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, just, I didn't see the video. I just heard about it. Did you see it? No. Yeah, I don't know. No, there's the idea of something so forcefully, like, it, it, it would be hard to rip my shirt off, I think. Yeah. Allegedly Again, not. like everything goes back to snippets from Tommy Boy, but when Rob Lowe is in the office and he's <laughs> leaning up against that... <laughs> that suction tube that takes all the mail or whatever is yeah. <laughs> and shirtless Ruffalo. <laughs> but yeah, that that kind of force of just wham, your shirt is gone. Was, uh, ridiculous. Like that must hurt. Well, y- y- you know, it does happen. Like maybe when you have like it happens when I, I've got a, a dress shirt that's one size too big, and uh, that sucker comes off. Where you just have to tip, tilt your head down, grab it by the back of the neck, and like. <laughs> And it comes off all in one motion. Like that. Yeah. yeah, but if you have your arms down. That's what, that's what I, I don't get. Because I'm thinking so it like, must have torn. But if he had his head hunched over, 
because he was like, put your head between your knees. And, oh, and like kiss your butt goodbye. We're going down. He could have actually had his arms forward. Yeah, right. That Fair enough. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's all terrifying. <laughs> How did we start talking about this? If there's a hole in your plane. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, taking taking our clothes off by just putting it on a hook and yeah. It'd be even better if the that's how you can They're get like, your put clothes your shirt on, on too. Put your like, shirt on, sir. Your clothes are stretched across a doorway in the morning. That is and you just run into it and you're dressed. If I, somehow it's sealed at the back. Yeah. Like you ran through like a football player going through a sign. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like and it's sealed at the at Exactly. That would be amazing. Yeah. Or maybe you just have to run through another door backwards. It's two part. It's I see. Still working on Mag- it. Magnet <laughs> patent pending. Magnet seams. I don't know. Well, uh, she could be like uh, the stewardess, just yelling at him, like, "Sir, put your shirt on. You put your shirt back on. <laughs> this is indecent, sir." Play- the door is gone on the plane, sir. That's the big egregious error in the whole equation. <laughs> yeah. That's and you're funny. like, you don't want to be pushed down by people who are in these authority places, is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like no, oh, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't? No. No, which kind of is... Uh, uh, I'm trying to keep with my New Year's resolution, which is to give credit where credit is due. Okay. So to introduce today's idiom is, this is a local sort of, I guess, celebrity, local guy. He's been in a few shows. You'd probably recognize him. He actually lives in Tawasin or Delta. His name is Neil McDonough. You yes. ever heard of him? Yes. You know who he is? I know exactly who he is. You can describe him? Uh, blonde hair, stocky. Looks like he's a marine. Yeah. Yeah. Bl- blonde hair or just white hair? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, we're about to see because this is him introducing, uh, this is a classic scene from the probably go down in history as what? Top 10. You don't know what I'm going to play, but top 10 movies of all time. Uh, this is Neil McDonough uh, in Paul Blart 2. <laughs> introducing classic. today's idiom. Keep her under your thumb. Under your thumb. You see that? Watch it again. You get a little little snippet. Keep her under your thumb. There's Paul. Just for a second. <laughs> under your thumb. Under, under your thumb. one's thumb. Under my thumb. Under your thumb. Maybe we're under somebody's thumb. A woodpecker's thumb. Maybe. How many uh, thumbs does a woodpecker have? If a woodpecker uh, thumb thumbs. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> well, it's... Uh, We'll end up talking about this some more, but uh, if you have a general, do you have a general kind of meaning for us without getting into origins? Of where, uh, of how you use to under be, one's thumb? Yeah, to be under someone's thumb. Yeah, it's to be under their control, to be unduly influenced or dominated by someone. Okay, so yes, that's immediately where my mind went. And then right beside it, I had this flashing thought where I'm like, oh, that's actually something interesting to chat about. Maybe the illegitimate children will be into that. Okay. Is being controlled by the week. and Like Sunday to Saturday? <laughs> I feel controlled by the week. The EA case, not the EE case. Oh, by the week. Okay, and so there's, daughter. This, there's this thing um, comes up called tyranny of the week. Tiramisu? Tiramisu of the week. Yeah, it's where you take people and you soak them in coffee. <laughs> push know, them into a I dish. know several people that smell like they're soaked in coffee. <laughs> okay, so tyranny of, uh, of the week. So um, it's a, a shorter of... That ty- also sounds almost like employee of the week. <laughs> employee of tyranny the of the week. Who's tyranny Here's of the week? Here's one today. Wow, that would be great, putting up signs with people. Once once I explain it to you, you might be thinking, oh, I actually should put up some pictures of some folks. <laughs> 
So it's tyranny of the weaker brother. Okay, so in Christendom and general faith uh, circles, there's often like sets of guidelines that people will follow, um, you know, rules or regulations or, or guidances of their particular uh, faith. And while people are on their journey to get to these places of, of strength, um, the fr- the phrase that they're the weaker a weaker brother that they're still sorting through their thing. Okay. Don't go drinking uh, booze in front of an alcoholic. Is kind of like you know the gist of it. Okay, where, where someone is you know struggling with uh, alcohol, you don't start cracking cold ones because that's that's like just like a jerk move. Right. Okay. Did you instantly just saying cracking cold ones? Wish you had a drink with you right now. I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> wish I had a drink with me. <laughs> I don't mean like alcohol. I just no, mean something no. while we're, while we're recording. No, we're not real drinkers, but it's uh, – yeah, so – I could hear the can opening. Yeah, I was actually – did you see me looking? <laughs> okay, so I was like, Pavlo- looking. I really wish I had a bubbly right now. Because we always do. Pavlovian yeah. recording where okay. you can. So the thought is that the tyranny of the weaker brother is that the person who's still going – through their thing or wherever they're at in their little uh, faith journey rules the situation. So you always have to come down to the lowest common denominator. The old don't cause your brother to fall. Right. And so is the intent don't cause your brother to fall just mean that your brother is always in charge, that the weakest is always right is always in charge. So for example, like, uh, you know, the maybe go into the movie house. Okay. And and there's things where it's like, well, I, well, I I will only see G rated movies. And then I guess I guess we're just gonna see a G-rated movie then, because right. you always got to come down to what the or the start lowest. leaving them out, or you just <laughs> you just exclude the weaker is, brother. Is, is this idea as simple as uh, the weakest link situation? So, like a a a a squadron of soldiers can only if they're going to stay together can only go as fast as the slowest one, right? Yes. So it's kind of You're always same. held back by the the slowest, the weakest. So the which is just kind of interesting. Um so instead of being under someone's thumb because of strength, being under someone's thumb because of weakness. Interesting. So you're ruled by the weaker brother, the tyranny of the weak. Huh. Yeah. So I, I find that idea fascinating. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my Maybe my, it's my, less under one's thumb and more wrapped around their little finger. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, it, it pops up in all all sorts of ways. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we should. You know, I don't really. You know, want to do that, or you know, because I'm going through whatever. It's right. like, okay, so if I'm hanging out, so one of the situations that popped up, and for um, you know, church folks, you can just jump yourself. Maybe a faith related person, go, go jump yourself. Go jump yourself. Go jump yourself right into a, a, a mental place where you're like you're in a, you're in a service of sorts. You're you're, you're at your your local uh, faith house doing your faith related things, and there's someone that says, "I can't tolerate uh, scents, smells. They really bother me. I have just such a such a strong like a, a reaction to them, and my throat closes up." Uh, would it be possible for you to section off part of your church or facility? First question, does your throat actually close up or you just don't like it? Okay, so this is... Like, uh, are you going to die? This is actual real, so this is why I'm, I'm saying it. Like, okay. But yeah. So I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on television. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, and yeah, so you're like, oh, I would like a section of the church closed off. And they requested that people in that section wear no deodorant. 
no, nope, nope. <laughs> no perfumes, no, no, anything that had uh, sense to it because it, it just really messed with their. Couldn't you allergy. argue that if you eliminate all the good aromas, you'd just be creating a lot of worse ones? <laughs> I don't and then the next person's like, I'd, I'd really like this section to so, wear deodorant. <laughs> so immediately, well, you start going, okay, well, this is the no peanuts right. section because they'll die. And then this is that it turns out that there's no shellfish. Like people have allergic reaction to shellfish. Sure. I'm of allergic reaction so, to licorice. No more lobster during the church service. You know it is. <laughs> You're in Halifax at church. Yeah. Some guys eating a lobster as they do. Strawberries are popular al- aller- allergenic. Frank, stop cracking lobster in the middle of the service. <laughs> Sorry, pastor. Strawberry. Sorry, pastor. Strawberries. And so you end up in this section of forcing uh, yeah. this segregated thing because – if you let the, or you just say, I'm sorry, I don't think we can accommodate that. I'm immediately just coming up with the signage in the auditorium. So the scent free area, this, this section makes no sense. <laughs> the p- peanut allergy is like, that's the peanut gallery in the auditorium. And the main, to- the main floor area where you're not allowed to eat strawberries is a strawberry field forever. And uh, everybody else is just shellfish. <laughs> Sit wherever you want. You shellfish bunch of... Yeah, so this is the tyranny of the week. So it, it's not about being under someone's thumb because of strength, but under someone's thumb because of yeah. weakness. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you started this scenario, you said, uh, you know, imagine you're sitting in your local faith room. I don't remember how you said it, but in my mind, I heard local watering hole, which is not a church, but it would be great if there was a term for church that was similar to local watering hole. Watering hole is church for some people. (laughs) Local, on baptism day, it might be local watering hole. (laughs) It's baptism Sunday. Come to the local watering hole. Place where people go for faith and communities at the tavern. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a word to replace watering. Irrigating. (laughs) No, that's unrelated. That's faith-based that's christian that's local ah, there's there's a word there's got to be something some aquatic yeah so i can say ah, i was so i was at the local watering hole watering hole but with a baptism church, tank? churchy word mm. anyway i don't think you're connecting <laughs> with me here <laughs> sometimes you get it sometimes you don't uh, anyways this attempt to be controlled uh, i was told that i am nosy and controlling at least that's what my kids wrote in their journals <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> that's fantastic yeah it's yeah so but in actuality it's it's most used as uh, an oppressive thing by the strong yeah yeah, we'll under get someone's into origins. Of, we should probably uh, find out a little bit, a little we, tidbit. We can. You want to do that now? <laughs> let's do. Let's do it. Alrighty. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around Boom. and looked behind. Boom. Those words came from another Boom. mind. Origin. How close was I? <laughs> I love it when you do scat. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. The origins. Smella, of- Smella Fitzgerald. Um, what? I don't know. I'm just working up some type of jazzy type person. Oh, uh, there. Every once in a while, we come across a- an idiom that uh, 
how do I how do I put this? Like there's certain genres or certain industries or fields that tend to get a lot of credit for idioms. So nautical comes up a lot. Totally. And and often they're wrong. Chaucer, Shakespeare, the <laughs> well, Bible. Well, there's ones that actually it just happens to be a lot of Shakespeare things or there happens to be a lot of but there's some that grab onto them. And I think it's just people trying to find origin stories that aren't true. It's like, oh, it must be a nautical thing. Uh, this is one of those, not so much. Sheer nautical. Not, not <laughs> nautical. Um, but, okay, let me get into it. We can add the, to the list under the thumb, which uh, just recently was on BBC's Alan Titchmarch show. You, you watched that, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as days. originating from the handler's use of the thumb to trap a bird in his hand when he didn't want it to fly, like in, in, in falconry. Uh, I, I like that. So the bird's on your hand and just one thumb over their little mini talon. Well, I don't even know if it's because they, they, they have like a little leather strap around their leg. Oh, so the thumb is on the strap. I think so. Oh, I, I pictured it. I think it they have that, when le- I read that this, leather that... glove thing, and I think there's yeah, a yeah. there's a lashing around their little their little little talon. So they wrap little, it around their tongue. It's a tongue lashing. Yeah, it's a little. No, claw. I can picture it's that like now. They say that. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. A Falcon. <laughs> okay, cool friendship bracelet. <laughs> so, uh, and anyway, it doesn't come from that. But you'll oh, find that I like that. I you'll find that answer quite quite a bit online in. Uh, in places, so being under one's thumb, is, as we said, is a figurative expression alludes to being under somebody else's control. Uh, the illusion was to the illusion was to uh, a protagonist so powerful and a victim so insignificant that the former's thumb was actually able to control them. Uh, so no relation to falconry. Um, actually, no really. It doesn't have a great origin story, but we're going to get into it. The phrase always. If it's too lame. We're going back to falconry. It's almost that's like, pretty cool. Yeah, we could just say, so falconry at the end. Add falconry. The phrase is always used to refer to a powerful person like a king or lord uh, exercising control over a subject. So more likely, it's exactly where it comes from, is kings and lords and dictators uh, basically saying, I'm so powerful, all I need is my thumb. Hmm. So it's not any literal origin like a falconry using their thumb to, you know, put control over the bird itself. So the earliest reference I could find in the expression is, uh, at least in print, is from 18th century English politician Arthur Mainwaring. But here's what's interesting. Uh, it says it's from 18th century English politician Arthur Mainwaring, but it's called The Life and Posthumous Works of Arthur Mainwaring. So is it really from him or is it about him? Well, he's dead. So. Yeah, it's strongly hinted. I do not think you know what posthumous title yeah. that he... Uh, that this was printed, at but least he wrote it while he was alive. But they collected it after. Oh, his death. that that could be. Yeah. So the French king. This is the quote. It's the like, French... how does Tupac keep putting out songs? <laughs> oh, interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I guess they have all these little snippet recordings. Uh, the phrase or was, he's alive. Did you hear that Elvis is alive again? No. Yeah, they they AI'd Elvis. Oh, I. I love that channel. I think I've sent you clips from. No, no, no. There, I ruined it. No, no, no. Like a live touring thing. Of uh, AI Elvis, and they're doing it with Kiss, except the remaining members of Kiss are actually like in studio with the white balls all over their body, like motion capture type motion capture type thing, so that they can now let this. They're like, this is the next phase of us. It will all be AI. Hmm. We're never touring again. Hmm. Uh, or the so Elvis they say. one is like, and so they're doing arms it with the Elvis over his chest. Oh no! <laughs> Don't be cruel with this teeth chattering like <laughs> all right fire marshal bill <laughs> so 
The French king, having them under his thumb, compelled them to go at his pace. That was the quote from 1715. Um, it, it was – the phrase itself, the idiom itself is established enough by the 19th century for it to spawn the, ver- spawn the verb uh, thumbing, which this is new to me. I'm thinking it's British. Uh, thumbing meaning having someone, having someone under your thumb. Oh, see, I when I when you say thumbing in British, there's that like put your thumb in the in behind your teeth and oh, flick it forward, flick your thumb at them. What does that mean? Do you flick your thumb at me? Do you thumb me, sir? Oh, yes, I do. Well, this means thumbing, as in, if I have complete control over you, I'm thumbing you. My, which I suppose is true. Hmm. It would require me to have complete control over you for you to let me to thumb you. Don't you think? <laughs> I just had my proctology exam and I got two thumbs up. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Doctor says, "Hey, okay, you're good." Uh, yeah, so there you go. Thumbing. Uh, so in James Halliwell's Dictionary of Archaic and Provincial Words, 1847 has thumbing description of thumbing or definition. I mean, a Nottingham phrase used to describe that species of intimidation practiced by masters on their servants. When the latter are compelled to vote as their employers, please is called thumbing coming from someone being under their thumb. Uh, one of the interesting things about this idiom, which is rarely the case that from its origin, which is at least 1700s till now, its usage hasn't changed being under someone's thumb means exactly what it meant in the 1700s. And usually there's some variations. Oh, it used to mean this. And, hmm. and so this is one of those rare ones where um, it means exactly what it meant to mean. <laughs> Under someone's does. thumb. Yeah. Must be a huge thumb. I, I always picture it like... Maybe you had like giant... Like, like giant a lion disease. just holding a mouse by the tail. Yeah. It's like so little effort, right. but complete control. Wow, that's a good picture. That's yeah. a good mental. I'm with you. Thanks. Finally. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> a lion with a mouse... Yeah. Can't do anything about it. It's not even trying. No, it's not this even is trying. The, this is the weight that's of it. That's the level of control. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's the... That's a good one. That's the nuts and bolts of it. So basically you're saying falconry. <laughs> falconry. Falconry. I can't even say it. Falconry. I'm still laughing at two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. How about this one? Ashton Kutcher from that 70s show. Uh, also using this in a different way. And it's great being under someone's thumb again. <laughs> As no one else could say it. Yeah, so that's the uh, the gist of the today's origins. That's awesome. I think that's so. Some, that's some good research. Quality work right there. <laughs> Thanks, man. You could, Legitimate children, you could take that to the water cooler today. Water cooler. Oh, no, that's different. <laughs> the local watering hole. The local foddering hole. I like baptism tank if you're trying to church. I'm not trying to actually tie it to baptism. Just like you go to the local watering hole to. What is it at like a, like a Catholic church or something where that center kind of area where you would go and kneel and maybe receive your communion local altering hole. You know, as Let's you do. leave Catholics and holes out of this. <laughs> leave, go to your local alternating hole. <laughs> well, whatever. There's something right. there. We're working on it. Yeah, <laughs> we probably should stop working it's a, on it. It's a, it's, it's a work in progress. Well, 
Yeah, you want to do? We're at the end. We should do some Riddlinks. All right. Riddlink is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question, requires a two-part but overlapping answer, overlapping by word, uh, syllable, sound, um, multiple words, whatever. (laughs) So, for example, last week, our episode of Turning Over a New Leaf, uh, we left you with this one, which, by the way, uh, Dangle Eno got got reached out. It's It's been a little while. And, How's he uh, doing with his new family and things? I, I, I mean, good, I guess. I just mean he Maybe reached it's... out with a riddling answer. Oh, okay. And he, and he got this one, which was, The poet playwright mentioned earlier in prison was also in this movie with Will Smith and Kevin Klein. So you have to listen to get the reference. But, of course, the answer was Oscar Wilde, Wild West. Awesome. And that's how you play Riddling. The correct answer is not Oscar Wilde. It's not Wild Wild West. And it's not Oscar Wilde and the Wild Wild West. It's Oscar Wild Wild West. Beautiful. Right? Uh, so that's how you play. There's a whole lot going on there. Well, I've got two of them prepared. I got a couple prepared. Okay. Let's let's go. You've oppressed me with digits. You've oppressed me with digits. And Hans Christian Andersen's Tiny Girl Adventurer. Oh, I got it. I was I still had two thumbs up in my head. You've Say oppressed, <laughs> not not impressed me with digits. All right. It's you've oppressed me with digits. I think that's more oppressive. And and Hans Christian Andersen's Tiny Girl Adventurer. That's got to be under my thumbelina. That's it. Under my thumbelina. Okay. How about this one? You ready? Yep. A king may have his servants in this position, like a tube connecting mother to baby. Okay, you got it. Yeah, one more time. Okay, a king might uh, a king may have his servants in this position, like a tube connecting mother to baby. Under my thumbbilical cord. That is correct. <laughs> That's nasty. Do you know what an umbilith is? Have you ever heard the word umbilith? Nope. I just learned this yesterday. Umbilith. Nope. So lith uh, means rock or stone. Okay. And so umb, U M B. Is uh, just like umbilical cord. It means uh, navel. So if you have enough crud, stone? yeah, if you have enough crud and crap caked oh, into your no. belly button, you have an umbilith. That is nasty. Which should be avoidable. But in case you've got enough lint that it's turned rock, I'm going to check after this episode. <laughs> oh, it'd be so much better on during this episode. No, I don't think they'd like that. All right, I don't think there is anything there, but I'm pretty sure they don't want to see my belly. All right, you got another one. Yep, I got my final one right here. Australia's nickname keeps me controlled with a phalange. Easy. Australia's nickname keeps me controlled with a phalange. Phalange? It's a phalange. I don't know, but I know the answer. It's got to be down under my thumb. Yeah. But what's a phalange? A digit? You a have finger? You have phalanges. Yeah. Your 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 digits are your phalanges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like something you need ointment for. <laughs> I had phalanges once, <laughs> but, but clean <laughs> clean that up right away. <laughs> Uh, I got one more, but let's uh, let all the illegitimate children out there know how they can play along. Illegitimate children, we would love to hear from you or have you in studio. Reach out to us on Instagram at the.village.idiom or email us thevillageidiompodcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebook, the YouTube, <laughs> whether it's your face or the or... X. Nice. At three minutes gone. All right, this is the last one. Uh, what will she have? Before her daddy takes her T-bird away, and what control did he have over her? One more time. What will she have before her daddy takes her T-bird away, and what control did he have over her? I, that, that's great, and that is three minutes gone. Not bad, right? No, that's we'll, a good one. I'll get that one. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the, 
The answers will be flying in in no time. In no time. Well, it was fun putting today's episode. I loved it. Together for you. Uh, I hope you uh, aren't too controlling, um, whether from strength or weakness out there. I'm Skinny. I'm Jurassic Falcon Remark. And these are the Village Idioms. Under my thumb. The last three minutes gone.